Community Matters is powered by Lakeview Ford Lincoln, downtown Battle Creek, and at shoplakeviewford.com. Thanks for being with us on Community Matters. Heard here Saturdays on 95.3 WBCK after the 8 o'clock news and anytime at battlecreekpodcast.com. Our next guest today is Nick Sharippa at the Michigan Department of Transportation. Hello, Nick. Good morning, Richard. Happy New Year. And to you, sir, 2023, coming in like a bull. Yeah, I guess so. Man, over the Christmas holiday, you guys were busy out there clearing snow and more snow and more snow. And man, what a what a job. And, and it's unfortunate timing, I guess, when it happens around Christmas, because then everybody's really working, aren't they? You know, Mother Nature doesn't really care what the calendar says. <laughs> she, doesn't, she doesn't care. Unfortunate, yeah, I mean, we had... You know, hundred and some odd plow operators who pretty much spent their Christmas holiday in a plow, but, uh, they killed it. They killed it. They did a great job. They were amazing. And not just our plow operators here, County city, 616 different agencies around the state. And they all just nailed it. Yes. So they were working on their Christmas holiday, but here's what I know about, uh, guys and gals who like to drive plows. <laughs> it's a, it's a fun job for a lot of them. You know, they get that little Tim Taylor rah, rah, rah thing and they get out there and take care of it. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I think they take pride in the work they do. I honestly think it's a thankless job, right? There aren't enough people. All I hear the whole weekend is where are the plows? <laughs> they, well, they were out there. They were out there. In yeah. fact, mm. I, over and over again, I looked at the cameras both the cameras that look at the highways and the cameras that look from the viewpoint of the plow, because this is terrific resource that we never had. You know, if folks want to really know what the road conditions are, man, all you got to do is click the camera and look out the front of the plow and you see it. So we actually uh, discussed this previously in an episode that I'll link in the notes at battlecreekpodcast.com with this episode that talks about the naming of the plows. But the the right. links to those cameras are in there, folks. So when the conditions are questionable and you want to know what those conditions are before you go out, just look at those cameras. It's really terrific yeah. and uh nick was the one who helped coordinate all of those suggestions for names and we talked about that in uh, that I, previous i episode. had a lot of help with that i mean i don't <laughs> take too much credit here. but yeah you're 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 spot on and i will take a little bit of the moment from you uh michigan.gov slash drive there you go uh, my drive that that's the map that's the place to go online that has those plow locations that has cameras that has the traffic speeds we love that as well that's kind of our clearinghouse because it lists also all the incidents that are out there, construction projects that are out there. Yeah. So if there's something on, on a state highway, you're going to want to see my drive because it'll show you where it is. Boy, I got to tell you, you know, in the days of radio, when I was trying to talk about road conditions, this would have been a great resource <laughs> to have had then to be able to look at a camera view yeah. and then be able to relate to drivers who are already out there driving what I was seeing. And now you at least can do that before you go out there. Uh, it just terrific to have that resource. I know, of course they do that in the big cities, they have cameras to look at and see incidents and road conditions and stuff. But, but those of us here outstate don't necessarily have that, but we do now with yeah. these, uh, with these cameras. So use those folks. They are really, really great. If you're missing warm weather and sunshine and shorts and flip-flops and road construction, <laughs> that's what we're here to talk about this time, specifically 
I-94 at Capitol Avenue here in Battle Creek. We're going to uh, see some work happen in the summer of 2023, right, Nick? We are indeed. Um, several bits and pieces to this, but uh, Capitol Avenue is but one piece uh, of a larger project. Okay. We are going to be replacing nine bridges, rehabilitating, which is what engineers love to call repairing, uh, eight bridges, but four miles of road resurfacing, seven miles of repaving hmm. uh, in the Capitol Avenue Bridge Restriction, all on I-94 through Battle Creek. So uh, a large project, right? Uh, kind of a big scope, big scale project. That Capitol Avenue Bridge replacement is a big piece. Mm-hmm. Will it be different? I mean, if you think about it, if you're going eastbound and you exit at Capitol, it comes around to, to Beckley, really, and you have to yep. hit a, a stop there and then you turn. And then, of course, if you're getting on eastbound from, quote unquote, Capitol, it really is Beckley. You're turning onto that ramp that takes a quick curve and then down to the highway. Is that all going to stay the same? Yes, we're not changing the alignment or the configuration at all. Okay. But that bridge itself, I believe, was built in 1962. Okay. I believe it was 1962, uh, and it's never been rebuilt. So it's it's time. And what we're doing, essentially, is a full closure for up to 75 days. The original plan was a 240-day partial closure. Takes and, longer when you do a partial closure. Math. Well... Because we're building a part width, right? We build yeah. the northbound half and then move traffic over and rebuild the southbound half. Okay. Mm-hmm. So then you have this annoying scene down the middle of the bridge. Right. Uh, and it also took 240 days. Quick math. That's seven, eight months. The contractor actually was amazing and said, well, we can, we can do this in 75. I can name that tune in two notes. <laughs> And did, uh, said, I can, we can do it in 75 days if we have a total closure. So we are completely shutting it down. And over the course of just, what, two and a half months, uh, as opposed to eight, we're going to rebuild yeah. the whole thing. We'll have that scene. The whole process is going to save a million and a half dollars. We are obviously trimming the schedule down uh, significantly. The end result will be a better bridge than we would have had otherwise. Because we're not going to have that scene down the middle and not having that seam means there's less ongoing maintenance in the future. Improve safety, which is a big thing as well. Sure. If, if we don't have to drive through with a partial closure while folks are trying to work there, that's got to be safer. But uh, so, yeah, the bridges will be closed for 75 days. There'll be a detour in place and we'll just drive around it, right? Yeah. The ramps are going to be open while we're rebuilding the bridge. So those fun ramps that you talked about, the connect Beckley. Yeah. Or the eastbound side on and off. Those ramps will all be open during the reconstruction. Once the bridge is done, then they'll rebuild the ramps. Okay. So you'll be able to get across 94. We're not shutting the whole thing down the whole time. While the bridge is under construction, the ramps will be open. Once the bridge is done and open, they'll go back and do the ramps. The contractor is actually paying for the increase in transit costs in having a shuttle for pedestrians and making sure people can connect to the Battle Creek transit system. So Capitol Avenue is a major artery north and south in battle creek absolutely the north end of the city and the south end of the city so explain that there's going to be some extra transit available for pedestrians there is a shuttle service that's going to be available because there will be no pedestrian access across i-94 yeah at capitol so the contractor is paying for a shuttle service that gets people from the north and the south side to the other side okay so if people are walking 
you know, walk across the bridge, but we're going to give you a shuttle that's going to drive you around, take you on the, the detour route, and then drop you off on the other side. It may take a couple extra minutes, but it's going to be there. And this is something the city made clear to us, too. Uh, there were lots of conversations leading up to this before we ever even pitched this idea to everybody else. One of the concerns the city had was making sure that there was pedestrian connectivity. So the contractor really stepped up on this. Right. I mean, so yes, it will take a few extra minutes, but imagine a lot less time than if you were to walk that detour all the way around. Yeah, good. And again, it's just for a couple months. It's just for a couple months. So when does this couple months start? Probably mid-July 2023. Okay. I'm, I'm ballparking. It'll be after the July 4th holiday, sometime in July. And again, this is all part of a kind of a bigger project, right? Mid-July 2023. Once we get this project rolling, the larger project, the N84 quarter project, dates are going to start to fall in place a little bit, a little sure. bit more clarity. Okay. So certainly once we know kind of how that whole project is playing out, I'll be able to let folks know specific dates. Now, uh, we're talking in early January, but there were informational meetings about this in the past. Are those over now or or uh, uh, do you intend to have other public sessions? Yeah, there will be at least one more, probably in late February, early March. And that's going to be a, not just the uh, Capitol Avenue piece, the whole project uh, that will talk about the entire I-94 corridor project. So folks can get those details in addition to details about this one piece of it. When we have that, it depends on the contractor. And the consultant really nailing down those dates, right? Because that's something we want to share with people at that meeting. So there will be a construction kickoff meeting that has a lot more detail. And we'll have folks that that can answer all the good questions. If we talk about the entirety of this Battle Creek-focused project, not just Capitol Avenue, what are we talking about here from where to where? Essentially from Helmer Road all the way out to 17 Mile. Okay. A relatively long stretch, about 11 miles. It's a relatively long stretch of corridor, and there's a lot going on in that 11 miles, right? Uh, Again, we're rebuilding nine bridges. Now, I think in plain language for most of us, that's five, because there's one eastbound and one westbound. That's two different bridges. It's the same spot at 94 over one road. Got it. But it's Mm -hmm. two bridges. So, But nine bridges, six and a half mile, M294, Beetle Lake Road, nine mile, and then Eight more, which are being rehabs, four different locations. Yeah, there's a lot to this project. Well, we've been hearing for a while now that uh, so there's been an uptick in in the project statewide, certainly. And if you go to the Detroit area, for example, you can't miss a construction project there just uh, by virtue of scale. Man, there's all kinds of work being done. So it makes sense that some of that's coming to us, too. Sure. But uh, it might seem like more than usual because it is. Uh, there's uh, there's all this happening, and you see these these stories about aging infrastructure, bridges that fall down in some states. We don't want to get to that point, so it just makes a lot of sense that uh, that we're really trying to stay ahead of this after having really not been ahead of it, and we're trying to get caught up here. Yeah, yeah, I mean, we've spent. 20 years playing catch up and being behind the eight ball. And we're finally at a point uh, where we have the opportunity to really get a lot of these projects ticked off. And it's crazy. It's insane. There's so much going on. There's so much road work. And it's not just MDOT. Uh, it's every agency in the state, right? Yeah. It's, it's cities, it's counties. There's so much work going on. And I know it's frustrating. Here in the southwest corner of the state, we don't have anywhere near the same level of construction they have in the metro Detroit area. There's a lot of roads 
it's frustrating. I, I know it is. Like, I get it. You can't go anywhere without bumping into orange barrels. Just driving through downtown Kalamazoo this past summer to and from work, what should have taken 15 minutes took a half an hour because there's so many different closures and so many different projects in my way. I think you just have to remember how much we love it when it's done. <laughs> the the smooth uh, new road yeah. is really great. Yeah. And it's hard, though, Richard. It's hard to see kind of the end result before it gets here. Right. And the whole time we're all driving through closed lanes or detours because of closed roads and yep. your commute to work is now 20 minutes longer. And I mean, look, that that's four more songs <laughs> in Spotify. Just think <laughs> of all the rocking out you can do in that extra 20 minutes. I appreciate saying, your viewpoint. Yeah. I'm saying, <laughs> I, I have a playlist for my drive to work. That's a half hour longer than it normally is because I get extra songs. Yeah. <laughs> Charlie Daniels band doubling down in Georgia, <laughs> but well, I digress. Yeah. So your playlist <laughs> easily tells you how much longer you're driving. Speaking of patience, we, our patience has been, uh, tested and yours too, probably with the project, uh, while we're at it, we might as well talk about this, uh, the sure. 94 project in the East Kalamazoo stretches, Portage road, sprinkle, no. uh, down in that, uh, stretch. <laughs> You see the, can you see the light at the end of that tunnel this year? <laughs> I can, but I'm pretty sure it's a train coming head on. <laughs> what a rough, rough project. Yes. We can see the light at the end of the tunnel. So it's January with four more months, maybe five, somewhere okay. in that ballpark. We're five or six months behind schedule. And it's just the number of poopy cards we've been dealt in this <laughs> project. Yeah, it's rough. It's rough. Um, in 13 years. This is the first project I can remember uh, that's more than a couple of days behind schedule. Yeah, generally uh, here in the Southwest, we don't we don't have the types of projects that that could. You can correct me if I'm wrong, but that that could result in big delays. Generally speaking, we're on our path most of the time pretty clearly. This one though was challenged. Yeah, I mean, we've had. If you think about again, just in, in my decade plus in the agency. You know, we had the I-94 West Ninja 131 Stadium. Um, we've had some really big projects in our region that were multi-season, multi-year projects that finished within about 17 minutes of the deadline that the contractor gave themselves <laughs> the outside of the contract, right? I mean, uh -huh. we usually, I say we, like MDOT and contractors involved, are usually pretty accurate with that stuff. And it's not, it's not unusual to be off by a, a, a day or two, right? You lose a day or two to weather or... Yeah equipment malfunction maybe you lose a couple hours over the course of two years yeah that date can slide a little bit but i would never call it behind schedule this is the first project for whatever reason and there are reasons where we're not a couple days behind we're five months behind schedule there was the beams and uh and some other stuff too oh, yeah. right but we had a pandemic in there yeah uh, well there's that right yeah and that that wasn't just lost work hours to illness where entire crews were going down for two weeks wow, uh, with infection, but that also affect, affected and still affects the supply chain, being able to get goods and materials to and from the site. That's mm -hmm. actually one of the most recent ones. Uh, we had the uh, cement shortage. So that held up. Everybody wanted us to reopen one of those ramps at Sprinkle Road, right? That was the yeah. big push. Uh, yeah, we would have loved to, but we were two months behind on just that one little piece. Uh, because of the cement shortage. So there have been a number of things. Um, it's been kind of a series of kicks in the shins over yeah. and over. And it, it really is. It's just as frustrating for us 
uh, as it is for everybody else. We get it. We hear you. Yes, we want this project done. We should be open right now. Everything should be completed and open right now. And yeah, we're not there. It's going to be four or five more months. We're doing the best we can to get there. When you're looking out at those four or five months, uh, do you have a, a feeling that you're beyond all that now and it's clear sailing or are there still some potential for challenges there? I won't even venture speculation at this point yeah. because as soon as I say, oh, we'll be done on this date, it'll be three months later. Yeah, <laughs> um, It's going to be early summer. That's about all the more comfortable I really am. There's this work going on in the winter. There is, there's some things you can do, I guess, but uh, you're limited, right? Oh, yeah. They are continuing to work because it's not just I-94 and the bridges. It's also rebuilding Portage Road, rebuilding Kilgore Road. So there are some smaller pieces to it that are just as big, rebuilding that entire Portage Road interchange. So uh, they are doing what work they can through the colder months. We talked about the cameras and things, but there's also other information online where folks can look and get status updates on things, right? Yes. All right. Michigan.gov slash drive is the one to remember. We'll link it in the show notes as well. And check out those cameras. They're, that's a really useful tool. Well, thanks for all the updates, Nick. We'll stay in touch. Richard, it's my pleasure. I look forward to it. Nick Sharippa with the Michigan Department of Transportation.